This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like <laughs> you yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, as you heard the big voice guys say there, and we're live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. Uh, all right, coming up on today's show, we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur uh, from earlier today. We were going to play him during the Wendy's Big Show, uh, but we ended up playing some of Jordan Love instead, which was fine. So you heard from Matt LaFleur coming up. Uh, and then, of course, Rami Makhlouf and the Rami Show comes up at 3 o'clock today. Him and Sam Schmitz uh, will be back in here uh, again today. And uh, don't forget, Tuesday, 11.35, Packers wide receiver Donald Driver or at 11.30, I should say. 11.30, Packers wide receiver Donald Driver uh, will join the Wendy's Big Show on Tuesday. So I'm just going to keep reminding you, Tuesday, Donald Driver, Dan Plucker doing a masterful job of uh, booking Donald Driver for Tuesday. So during the Big Show, in a break, we didn't bring it on the air other than to say we were having a conversation before we had John Heyman on. Plucker, Dan Plucker, executive producer, says, hey man, Lou Williams won your $5 million. Back to the Hawks. And I got angry, I think would be the correct word. Not because I wanted Lou Williams. I would have taken him. Not necessarily that. But I really want to know the numbers on George Hill right now. Like, I really, really want to know what the numbers are on George Hill. And I don't think anybody has put it out yet. Now, we just had Eric Name on the other day. And Eric Name said, I don't know the numbers either. I got no inside information, but I would assume that he didn't sign for the veteran minimum and that part of that mid-level exception uh, is probably going to George Hill, so they probably don't have the full mid-level exception. Okay. If that's the case, fine. So let's say they have two and a half million left or something like that. All right. But if George Hill signed for the veteran minimum, and that full-level, full mid-level exception goes by the wayside, or you use it on a player that doesn't deserve it, because, guys, there's players running out that deserve this thing. Like, let's not just use it and give it to a guy that doesn't deserve it. That, that, 
To me, Bobby Portis should lose his ever-loving mind if we come and go and that thing doesn't get used. Should be furious. Like, you've got to be kidding me. I took this goofy deal the way you wanted to do it with a promise. I'm assuming he's got a promise. I would hope he has a promise from Bucks ownership that they're going to give him a real deal after this year. Now, that deal is a two-year deal, and it's the second year, though, is a option. Now, I'm guessing the reason that second year is an option, guessing, is to protect against injury. If he were to get hurt this year, player option, he can come back, prove himself the next year. All right, I'm good. Now pay me. Maybe that's why it's there. But if he's healthy this year and plays like he did last year, I would assume the agreement is in place, kind of, or a handshake or whatever, that you'll get X amount of dollars over X amount of years, and we'll keep you in Milwaukee going forward as a member of the Bucks. That's my assumption. But I also assume they were going to bring back P.J. Tucker, and that didn't happen. So probably can't assume anything right now with Bucks ownership. Am I wrong to be angry about this, Plucker? Am, am I wrong to be upset looking at players signing? Danny Green goes back to the Sixers. I think that's $10 million a year. There's no way I'm paying that dude $10 million a year. So I'm, I'm okay with Danny Green going back uh, to Philly at $10 million a year. You can have him. Uh, Oladipo, I didn't see numbers on Oladipo. What was Oladipo's? That, that, that would be another one. That was the one I won, was Oladipo. And it's a one-year deal. So it's not like, you know, he signed a long-term contract in Miami and the Bucs couldn't afford to do that. The Bucs could have afforded to give Oladipo the mid-level exception. And fine, maybe he's not healthy right away, but if he's up to speed and playing like he can play by the time February comes, that's a better situation than what you have currently. Yeah, according to NBC Sports, the expectation is actually a vet minimum for Oladipo. Only two point four million on what could be a one in one contract. Uh, please Olad- tell me, please just tell me that we did talk to Oladipo and his agent and tried to get him on the mid level. Please tell me that at least we attempted to do that, and Oladipo said, "You know, I'd rather go where it's warm and go play in the uh, go play in the sand." Please tell me that's how this played out. Please tell me that's how this played out. Okay, so what would you rather have had? Would you rather have had, let's say George Hill is using part of the mid-level exception. Would you rather have had Oladipo at the the full mid-level and possibly not have George Hill and have to sign a different guard to a better minimum? I, I think Schroeder is headed that way at this point, to be honest with you. But you, Would you rather have done that and had Oladipo or have George Hill back and essentially probably not going to have the best of backup guards at this point? as far as shooting guard goes to DiVincenzo. Because that, that's that's kind of where we're at right now, aren't we? Isn't this where we are? Rodney Hood. Listen, as I've said before, if he gets back to how he was prior to that knee injury, okay, that's that's tolerable. Uh, I'll deal with that if he can get back to shooting. His last year was horrible. Horrible. I think he shot under 30% from three, like 26% or something dumb like that. So that, that's that's horrible. So hopefully now a full year removed from the knee injury, he comes back and can play that way. How he fits in the locker room and all of that, we'll have to wait and see. I, I don't know how that's all going to work. We talked about uh, Shami Olajale, so that, whatever. that That's not the guard, so I don't care about that one. That doesn't matter. And then George Hill. Now, when George Hill was here last time, remember, what was it? Him and, him and Bledsoe played in the backcourt together. So he can play... On the ball, he can play off the ball. 
He can he can be the point and let Drew Holiday run off the ball. So you could essentially rotate in DiVincenzo, Hill, and Holiday and essentially only have three guards. You can do that if you decide you're not going to get another backup shooting guard. But wouldn't it be nice to have a backup shooting guard that can be like a true six-man like a Lou Williams or Oladipo or whoever, a proven guy that can score off the bench to give you some added punch? Because you don't have it in Pat Connaughton. That's not who that dude is. Is that is that what's going on? Is it we believe so much in Pat Connaughton that we don't want to go get somebody better at the position? Is that what this is, Blocker? Is this, well, we have Pat Connaughton. We don't need a backup guard. Please tell me. We aren't trying to get another shooting guard because we have Pat Connaughton. Please tell me that's not why we don't have another shooting guard. Well, and here's the thing. I don't think you can ever have enough guard depth in the NBA, and and especially players that can kind of play that two, three, or multiple positions. You know, either both guard positions are out on the wing, and I still think that that's a need for this Bucks team. Like right now, like you said, Rodney Hood was hurt last year, and if he doesn't turn out, then you're looking at Jordan Wara as your your top wing. And really, I I I think that's a good thing because I, love I think Wara. I, I like him too, and I think I mean we saw what he did in the Olympics. Hopefully, he can replicate that at the NBA level. Level on a consistent basis, and the two of them kind of duke it out for that third, uh, that that wing spot, I should say, on the team. But with all of these other teams in the Eastern Conference who are just bringing in guard after guard after guard, it seems like like the the Knicks are getting better. The Bulls have gotten a lot better with their guard depth as well. Uh, the Hawks obviously have guards galore on their team now that Lou Williams is back. The Nets brought in Patty Mills and kept Bruce Brown. Like there, there's so much guard talent in the NBA, and I think from top to bottom. There are other teams in the Eastern Conference right now that maybe have more athletic and better scorers than what the Milwaukee Bucks have at those two positions where we sit today. And so I think that is an, a position of need that still needs to be addressed going forward. Unreal tweets at Sparky Radio. Oladipo stated he signed with Miami now to get the big contract once he proves he's healthy later this year, which would make sense because they have they have his bird rights. Okay, well, if Nick Harrison is willing, as the owner of the Heat, willing to go jump headfirst into luxury tax money, Maybe that happens, but you got you just spent a ton on Jimmy Butler's old behind a ton. You overpaid Duncan Robinson at ninety million dollars to get him to come back, and Duncan Robinson's another guy not consistent at all. You overpaid Duncan Robinson to get him to come back. Bam out of bio, that's not cheap. So you got that to deal with, and now you're saying you're going to go give Oladipo a bunch of money. I, I guess I, it's maybe, but if they do that. Again, head first in the luxury tax, and you just pay Kyle Lowry. Forgot all about him, and you pay Kyle Lowry a bunch of money. And Jimmy Butler got that extension Yeah, that's what I led with. Yeah, huge money. So I don't see, unless they're going to pay like $150 in luxury tax or something like that, unless they're going to go full in and say, we don't care. Pat Riley, Mickey Harrison, the owner goes, hey. We'll pay just like Brooklyn. We'll pay 140, 150 million luxury tax on top of our payroll to win a ring or win rings. If that happens, sure, then maybe they sign Oladipo to a long-term contract. Because I don't. They, they literally have spent a ton of money already. So if he goes on that prove-it deal, it may not be Miami. He may end up going somewhere else and signing because I don't think Miami can sign him. So instead, it's hey, this is the deal. We want you to come here. We can only give you this because we've spent all of the other money. We can only give you this. But we believe with this team and you 
being that sixth man off the bench in place of Tyler Hero, who's going to slide down in the rotation, you're going to come off the bench, be that scorer, win sixth man of the year, set yourself up to get a payday somewhere else, maybe to New York with the Knicks or wherever, get yourself a payday, and on your way. And in the process, we're going to win a championship with all of us together. You in or not? I, I just want to know, did we? Did the Bucks even call? Like, was there a conversation? Or did we say, nope, not interested, we have Pat Connaughton. To me, that's... I'm interested to know that. Lou Williams. Did we have a conversation about Lou Williams? Did we call Lou Williams? Because before Gary left, Gary's like, dude, he wasn't leaving Atlanta, man. From Atlanta, wants to be in Atlanta, has no interest in playing outside of Atlanta. If he's going to continue to play, you were never getting him. Fine. That's probably true. Probably very, very, very true. Probably 100% true. But did you call? Did you call? Let's check in with Lou Williams' agent. Hey, man, got this mid-level exception. If we have it. So Plucker put out there on Twitter this question. Uh, and, and again, when we start talking about how this all works and whether or not we should be upset or not because we won a championship, listen, you all can live on a cloud for the rest of your life because they want a championship. And feel free. I'm not going to be mad at you at all. But what I'm going to tell you how I'm going to approach this is right now in the offseason. Now, regular season comes, whatever. I, I don't really even care about the regular season, to be honest with you. Just like last year. Just be healthy, come to playoffs, and then we'll see how this all works. But for right now, this has to be about looking at the other teams and going, from a talent perspective, how are we on paper, games are won on paper, got to be healthy, I understand all that. But are we talented as talented as the Lakers? Are we as talented as the Nets? Are you as talented as Miami? The answer to the Miami thing is yes. The Nets, the Lakers, I don't know. But but that, to me, if you're serious about trying to win another championship and win a second one and go back-to-back, that's got to be kind of the thinking, doesn't it? Doesn't that have to kind of be the mindset? And I've heard people say, hey, hey, the windows, you got to take advantage while you're in the window. This is what scares me, y'all. What scares me is Giannis is so young, 26, right? 26 years old. Then you may have a situation where the ownership goes, hey, all right, we got a ring. No matter what happens after this, they're going to love us forever. They're going to love us forever because we brought them a championship. They had never even had a championship since Luau Cinder. So we're good with them forever. Like, we're not going to have to pay for meals anymore. We're not going to have to do anything. We walk in Milwaukee and people are going to love us for the rest of our lives. Okay. Do I agree? Yep, I agree. I think that's exactly correct. I think Mark Lazary, Wesley Edens, uh, they walk in anywhere. People are like, hell, man, thanks so much for buying the team, man. You know, keeping Giannis here, paying all that money. Man, you want a championship. You're, you guys are the guys. Yes, that's going to happen. But, having been here all my life, let me caution you all on how this is going to play if you don't even get back to another finals. If you all don't even get back to another finals in, say, the next, I don't know, seven to ten years, if you don't get back, even if you lose, if you, if you don't even get back, it's going to feel the same type of way of Packer fans being frustrated with the Packers, Packer fans being frustrated with the Packers on Rodgers, Packer fans being frustrated about the Packers with Brett, 
and Leroy and Reggie and that whole crew. That's how it is. You got one ring with that Hall of Fame quarterback. And then you got another Hall of Fame quarterback and you got one ring. Well, now you're the Milwaukee Bucks. And in the NBA, even more so than in the NFL, if you have a Hall of Fame type player, you're going to have a chance. Then, if you have a Hall of Fame player and two, a second Hall of Fame player, which Middleton might be, you really have a chance. And then, if you have a Hall of Fame player plus a Hall of Fame player plus an All-Star, which Drew Holiday will be next year, you should be there. You should be in a position to win a couple of rings. That's just how this should be. Am I missing something? Am I crazy, Plucker? Is that not true? If this thing goes five to seven more years and they don't go back, Bucks fans, all fans, are going to be looking back at this going, you you had a Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever play the game. You got there once and won once. That was awesome, but what in the world happened? Right, and and – I don't know. I'm I'm not necessarily on this massive panic panic level about this team right now because the way it's constructed, the way that it's still set, we're, we're assured of Drew Holiday, Giannis, and Chris Middleton still being on this team. But and as far as the three of them are on. concerned, and them being together, they're good enough to be a championship contender. I know that they need help around them. Oh, hold on. There's absolutely no no doubt around that. Time out. Yeah, you're right. Those three are together. Hundred percent for the next three, four years, whatever it is, five years, whatever. So they're together, right? Are those three, from a talent perspective, better than Kyrie, Durant, and Harden? No, but those guys can't stay healthy. Hold on. I didn't say that. I said talent. I didn't say health. Talent. Talent, Talent, sure. They're not as talented. I would agree, yes. Next, are they as talented as Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron? At this point in their careers, yes. You think they're more talented than those three? I think they are at least at the same level with at this point in their careers. All time, maybe we're talking in a different conversation, but I don't see LeBron at that same level that we've seen him in the past. I don't see Russell Westbrook at that same level. Anthony Davis is still in his prime, but towards the back end of his And can't prime, stay healthy like the other, the other team. Okay. Correct. So I, I agree with you. From a health perspective, that's what it all comes down to. Like If the Nets can't stay healthy, Bucks roll, Bucks win the East unless Miami has creates issues. But that, that that's theirs. Fine. Lakers, same thing. If they can't stay healthy, I don't think anybody in the West is good enough to beat this Bucks team, minus the Lakers. But that's just it, folks. You don't want to be looking back at this going, man, our best window was when he was 26, 27, 28. And you got one. Good. But you you didn't maximize it when you had it. And you didn't maximize when you had it because your ownership group didn't want to pay it. Not my money. It's not your money. It's not Dan Plucker's money. Not Gary Alex. It's not Leroy Butler's. It's this ownership group's money. And as I've stated before, and I'll state again, they're making money on a championship. Do we agree with that? Through merchandise sales, through exorbitant ticket prices, parking, everything else, they're making money. Printing it, rolling around in it. Making money. And as a fan base, you just want to try and run this back if you can. That's all. And if you can't run it back with the same guys, fine. But at least put yourself in a position to have the opportunity to maybe run it back. And I, for one, right now, I'm not looking at this team going, yeah, we're better than last year's, than the team that just won. I'm not there. I don't think we are. The key to me right now is two ifs. Shammy, the kid from the Celtics, who's much younger, decade younger than P.J. Tucker, 
his development throughout the course of the season and how he's playing in the postseason will be a huge factor whether or not this team can win the postseason as far as going and winning a title. And then Rodney Hood, you know, how good of a three-point shooter is he going to be? Because that's the only reason he's on the team. So if he's Brent Forbes where he's on one night and then he's off for the next five, six games, then that, that's you're not upgrading there either at that point. The only guy you're better that better at, you're definitely better at backup guard with George Hill over D. Undisputed, that's not even questionable. Mm-hmm. So you're better there. But Tucker versus Shemi from the Celtics, don't know. We'll see. I mean, we can talk about P.J. Tucker that had no offense. Fine. But there was everything else that he brought. And can he be that guy? You know when you play Miami, Jimmy Butler's going to be physical and up in your face. P.J. Tucker's going to be physical and up in your face. Bam's going to be throwing around elbows. You're going to have to deal with it. Now when you play Milwaukee and there's no P.J. Tucker outside of Bobby Portis, who's going to be the other guy that's going to be in your star's face that, man, I don't want to deal with this dude for 40 minutes. Please, I don't want to get him off me. Mm-hmm. Can Shemmy be that guy? Yeah, well, and we talked. I talked with Keith Smith when I filled in for Bart uh, earlier the other day, the, the day after we sa- signed Shemmy Ojale. Right. And I was talking He's with him. He's a Celtics guy. He, right, exactly. He writes for a Celtics blog. I think it's actually called CelticsBlog.com. Yeah. Uh, and so I asked him about him, and he was like, you guys are going to love this dude. Like, he, especially if you ever get the opportunity to see him in a weight room, because this dude's an absolute monster. It's just more of the mental side of the game, especially on the offensive end where he kind of struggles. But defensively, he can be that dude in terms of filling a similar type of P.J. Tucker role. He didn't want to say that that's where he's at right now in his career, but development-wise, he could see that potentially coming at some point in his career. But right. but the thing is, that that's the biggest if. You're right. He's 10 years younger than P.J. Tucker. Tucker has so much more experience in this league, he's played defense in those big moments he's played time and time and again. And, and, and as much as people want to whine and complain about how Kevin Durant was still putting up 50 in, in the Eastern Conference semifinals, like, watch the game closely. Steve Nash was actually literally at a microphone almost in tears because of the way that P.J. Tucker was guarding Kevin Durant. Because so the I don't referees really were letting him play. Exactly. So I don't yeah. really want to hear that nonsense that P.J. Tucker didn't actually have a role guarding some of the best players in the league the other throughout thing- this playoffs, throughout the course of these playoffs it's a huge loss to not have him on this team and you're right they don't have a defender like that and even if you thought maybe Thanasis will be be a guy to step up to maybe be a defender at least kind of up to that level he's not even on this roster right now so in terms of the the better defenders tougher hustle dudes on this team like Semi's pretty much the only one outside of Bobby Portis so you talk about that dude right against PJ Tucker the other thing about Tucker is besides the physicality uh, and the defense that he brings is the awareness and IQ of who he's facing. He's faced all of these guys multiple times, several times. He's had to deal with Durant for years. They go all the way back to Texas. I mean, exactly. he knows Kevin Durant. This dude don't know him like that. There's no chance. And he's going to have to deal with him in the playoffs next year. That's going to be one of his guys he's going to have to deal with. So, Jimmy Butler, that's your guy. Go get him. Good luck. Again, a guy, a vet that's been around forever, Butler knows all the tricks, knows how to get in guys' heads and all that. You're not getting P.J. Tucker's head. That that mm, Not happening. Jimmy Butler ain't doing that. Kevin Durant ain't getting in his head either. This kid here is going to be on the biggest stage next year in the postseason. Will he be able to be at that point? Because he's going to have all regular season to get to that point. Will he be able to handle those guys? That's the question. Unless they bring somebody else in that we're not talking about. But as of right now, that's on him. And I that worries me. I'll be honest, that worries me. Hopefully he develops. Hopefully he takes a gigantic step this year. 
I know one thing. He'll take more threes per game than he did in Boston. That I know. And he'll probably hit more threes per game than probably P.J. Tucker did. So you may get more offense from him than P.J. Tucker. That wouldn't surprise me. But that's not what I'm concerned about. I'm not worried about his offense. I'm worried about everything else that goes along with it. In the one game in the uh, in the was it the finals against the Suns, they showed P.J. Tucker on the sideline going, I can't say what he said because he was swearing, but come on, let's go. And he's yelling at the guys in a timeout on the bench and being that leader and being that guy to try to get these guys motivated. You missed that too. You you missed that. Who's that guy going to be? We can go to Bobby Porter and go, you got to be that guy. Okay. But somebody's got to be that guy. Giannis has become far more vocal the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Especially towards after they got P.J. Tucker this year, I think we started seeing Giannis take over that role more as well. And Giannis has to be that yes. guy. Giannis has, to, has be to be that motivational leader on this team, that guy that, that gets in people's faces. And we saw it, like we said, late into the playoffs and even in the NBA Finals where he was slapping chairs and getting it in all of the guys' faces when they were down. I think it was in Game 2 of that NBA Finals. Then, just motivating the guys so 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 he has to be that dude, I think, and he is the focal point of the energy of this team moving forward. If Miami gets Milwaukee in the playoffs? Who knows this roster better than P.J. Tucker? He was with teammates with these guys. Who knows that Bud offense better than P.J. Tucker in this league? He was in the room with them. Mm-hmm. You know Butler and Spolster and those guys have a good idea about what this is all about, but he really knows, hey, this dude does not like doing this and getting forced this way. This dude does not like being bodied and physical this whole time. Like, he knows. The guy, they have, they've talked. Obviously, yeah. they won a championship. Well, and, and Giannis struggled against Bam Adebayo a couple of years yeah. ago in that playoff series, and now you're adding P.J. Tucker and Jimmy Butler. That's quite a wall if they continue to try to build a wall in front of He's Giannis on Nakumbo. Got to pass out of it. Guys got to hit shots. You do that, everything will be fine. So there you go. I, I didn't mean for it to go on 26 minutes. I swear to God. I, I wanted to do 10, 12 minutes, take a break, and play Matt LaFleur for y'all, and I just could not help myself. Venting. I had a vent. I've not vented really about this whole thing in a while. I've been kicking back, listening to people talk about you should be happy. You should be celebrating. Don't be negative. Be happy. Cool. Fine. I'm with you. They won a championship. In fact, just uh, found out I got one of my Bucks championship shirts in from uh, Fanatics. I ordered the night that they won the thing. My Bucks and Six Championship syrup. It's black. It's got the trophy, the whole deal. So probably going to have that on tomorrow. So that that's great. And that's wonderful. The season's two months away. Not six months away, two months away. Training camp is next month. September. Next month. You got to go. And, like, you don't have time. Summer League's already going on. For those of you that aren't paying attention... NBA Summer League is going. The Vegas one hasn't started yet. I think that starts this weekend or next week. But they're already is they're already in the NBA Summer League. So it's it's time to go. It's time to start looking forward. The championship was nice, but now you got to start looking towards next season and being the defending champions. All right, I got people on hold. All right, we get you coming up next. If you want to talk about anything I just talked about with about the box, fine. I'll just open up the lines. Whatever. Whatever you want to say. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Sparky's Midday Madness on 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Steve Sparky, Fiverr with you. Dan Plucker, other side of the glass. Got a bunch of tweets coming in at 12.50 a.m. The Fan, including from Super Mario, who says, uh, in regards to George Hill, Plucker put out the question, George Hill is back with the Bucks. We'd be upset if Milwaukee uses the mid-level exception on him. Could the Bucks not even use it uh at all, if not, uh, breaking it down, Sparky's midday minutes. Super Mario 
uh, tweets, no, George Hill is fine. The Bucs are more talented than any team in the league. They have the best player in the league, and Holiday is way better than you guys give him credit for. He's on the Olympic team. Man, him and Durant were the reason they won last night. I didn't say anything about Drew Holiday. Pat C is better than Lou and Vic. He can't even play. Hood was a good get. Sparky, you don't know basketball. All right, Super Mario. Bad content is better than Oladipo and Lou Williams. Sounds good. Uh, let's go to Nate Northside. You are next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Nate? What's up, Sparky? Um, I just, I don't know, man. I think, I, honestly, I think we're a little overreacting a little bit. Not me. I never overreact. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, just overreact a little bit to um, to the names. We're falling in love with the names, um, and we're not we're not looking. We haven't seen the players play yet. Um, so I just feel like we just gotta. This organization has did everything. Um, we we wanted. Um, they got us a championship. They did it their way. Um, so we just got to trust and believe that the organization is doing everything to win, it, win another championship. Um, Victor Oladipo hasn't stayed healthy. Lou Williams has been hot and cold the last couple of years. That's why the Clippers traded him to Atlanta. And so it's like we're falling in love with the names, but we're not actually looking at the productivity that, that they have been over the, over the few years. So that's, that's. So you like Connaughton over Oladipo and Lou? I, I feel like, but I feel like Connaughton has been here the last few years. He he understands what we what we want, and guess and guess what? That's Giannis's. I mean, him. You want to keep? You want to make Giannis happy? So we kept Chris. We got Drew. We want to keep the team together as much as possible without having to. Big changes, you know what I mean. So, so you think Giannis was cool with PJ Tucker leaving? I think Giannis under. I think Giannis, uh, Giannis is a. Uh, is, you can explain it to Giannis like Giannis just is what happened, blah blah blah. And all the other man, I think he understands. I think no matter what, Giannis is gonna go out there and ball. Well, absolutely. That's what I know for sure. No doubt. No, we all know yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't think maybe he didn't like it, but Giannis is very. Giannis is very. Uh, I feel like if you explain it to Giannis and explain what's going on, then you you can you know, it's easier to understand. Like we got a we we got a younger guy. We feel that he he's a little, he can be a little bit quicker transition, um, shoot a little bit better. This is like if you explain it to him, it's like I don't feel like there's nothing. It's not a big problem, you know what I mean? So all right, thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo with the Rockets. Only played 20 games. Averaged 21 points, almost five boards, five assists, and a steal and a half. And then he got hurt in Miami. Pat Condon's better than that. Uh, with the Pacers, Oladipo uh, in 2020, uh, also played nine games there. Uh, he averaged 20 points, five and a half rebounds, four and a half assists, uh, and a steal uh, and a half per game. Now, the one thing you can knock Oladipo for is his ability not to stay healthy. That is very true. He can't stay healthy. Uh, He only played in, let's see, 29 for 33 games in 2020, 19 games in 2019, 36 games in 2018. The last time he played a full season was 2017 when he played in 75 games when he averaged 23 points 
five boards, four assists, two and a half steals per game. So it's been, what, three seasons, four seasons uh, since 2017 with the Pacers since he's had a full season of basketball. So that, you cannot go Oladipo on that he can't stay healthy. Talent and the player when healthy, not comparable to Pat Connaughton. We can stop with that nonsense. All right, so that, that was one. Let's look at Lou Williams here. Now, Lou Williams, again, last year I, I, I said in the playoffs, Lou Williams is not that guy that Lou Williams once was. Then, of course, Lou Williams got going in a game uh, against the Bucks. But Lou Williams in his career uh, has been sixth man of the year and, and done all of that stuff along with it. Lou Williams, again, one-year, $5 million deal, uh, Dan Plucker said uh, earlier, uh, to go there. Plucker, you had said, you know, he was falling off with the Clippers or whatever uh, in the 20, what would that have been, 2019-2020 season, right? Uh, in that year when he was falling off, he averaged 18 points a game, five and a half assists per game, three rebounds uh, a game uh, in that year in 2019-20. So, I don't think I said he was falling so off. So two seasons ago. That's why I th- oh, did you or did he? Somebody I, I said. I did not say that he it was must have. Off. It must have been Nate that said that. That's why the Clippers moved on uh, and let him go to Atlanta because he was falling off. So in 2019, 18 points a game. 2018, 19, he averaged 20 points a game, five and a half assists, three rebounds per game. Last year, right? Not the same. Not, didn't play as well last year. 42 games, averaged 12 points per game. Uh, three and a half assists per game, almost a full steal, two rebounds per game uh, in his time. Uh, that was with the Clippers. And then uh, with the Atlanta Hawks in his 21 minutes per game there, uh, he averaged uh, 10 points uh, per game uh, last year with Atlanta in that split time last year at age 34. So he'll be in his age 35 season coming up this year. Y'all can love Pat Connaughton. That's fine. Like everybody deserves fans. I get it. And I said it when the playoffs were going on. Pat Connaughton deserves credit because Pat Connaughton played well. By Pat Connaughton's standards, he played well in the playoffs. He helped them big. He hit some big threes in crucial moments uh, when teams were getting on runs or whatever. So he played well in the postseason. He deserves that. No question. All I'm saying is I'm pretty sure you can find an upgrade over Pat Connaughton that can give you more than what Connaughton can offensively on a night-in, night-out basis. The two vets that we're talking about are vets that you could have gotten cheaper. Not saying Lou Williams was ever going to not play anywhere but Atlanta. That very well may be. That he was playing in Atlanta or retiring. Because there was talk that if the Clippers were going to trade him, he was going to retire. And then he found out it was to the Hawks, and he said, fine, I'll play. He was talking about just walking away and being done. Because he, he didn't he didn't want to go anywhere. So maybe if he would have ended up in Milwaukee, maybe he would have quit and never played for the Bucs last year. Who knows? But again, you use that mid-level exception on a, a player that upgrades your team, cool. If you use that mid-level exception on George Hill, not cool. Not worth mid-level exception money. Not in my opinion. Obviously, the Bucs will disagree if they gave him the mid-level exception. But to me, that that's not worth that money. Eric Name brought up the other day from the Athletic that maybe they they gave him half of the mid-level exception versus giving him the veteran minimum. Maybe. Which means now you're only left to with about two and a half million or so, two and a half, three million or so left to give to somebody else, which was not going to be good enough uh, to get a lot of these other guys. Would have been good enough still to get Oladipo, though. But either way. So that's where we are. All right, coming up next, we'll hear from Bucks head coach Matt LaFleur. 
Uh, and uh, he talked a little bit earlier today. This segment brought to you by Jim Dandy's on South 27th Street, Oak Creek. Enjoy the best fish fry Friday plus $2.50 tacos on Tuesday and $17 prime rib dinners on Wednesday. And Mondays, all you can eat ribs every Monday. JimDandy'sGrill.com. That's JimDandy'sGrill.com. Welcome to Sparky's Midday Madness. How are you doing? It's a Thursday. Rami Makhlouf getting ready to come up here at uh, 3 o'clock. Looking forward to hearing what uh, Rami has on the agenda for today. Let me tell you about my friends over at Young Express before we hear from Matt LaFleur. Young Express is a company we talk about so much is continuing to grow. Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? A company that's been in business for over 30 years. They're currently looking to add company straight truck drivers. Let me talk about what a great company this is to work for. Now go and apply online. Uh, these are the requirements. Minimum, one year continuous straight truck driving experience. Familiarity with DOT regulations. Clean background and driving record. What you can expect, 40 to 55 hours per week, Monday through Friday. 99% no touch freight. All dock to dock, no home deliveries. That's a big thing for a lot of people. So no home deliveries. Health insurance, 401k with company match and profit sharing. No truck jumping. That should be underlined. No truck jumping if you can underline while listening to the radio. Get a new truck every four years. I like that. Personal days and vacation days. Apply for the position at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success drives them. Uh, okay, let's hear from uh, Matt LaFleur. As, uh, he talked uh, earlier today, and I, I really am uh, anxious to hear what he has to say as we get closer and closer uh, to family night. Uh, this is what Matt LaFleur had to say earlier. There is uh, our guy, uh, Matt LaFleur, talking uh, earlier today. It's funny, they got to talk to John Runyon uh, today, too, did the media, and they brought up the fact that, hey, man, Corey Lindsley, Ohio State, and now you got to deal with Josh Myers, Ohio State, right next to lined up on the offensive line. You know, is there any trash talking going on? And Runyon's like, uh, yeah, I believe I was 0-5 and five, uh, against Ohio State, so I'm not saying much of anything at this point, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, Dan Plucker can relate to that. Uh, coming up next, uh, it is Rami Makhlouf. He is here. He is wearing his box hat uh, and a adoption dog shirt, which I like very much. It's a very cool shirt. Uh, he'll join us next. Tell us what's coming up at 3 o'clock on his show, The Rami Show, straight ahead. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan, live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.e. D U Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Rami Maklov joining me now as we get ready here in about five minutes or so. We will start the Rami show coming up at three o'clock. Rami Maklov, you tell me what you got coming up on today. Coming up show. on a big, big show today. No, that was Steve before me. That's Sparky Pfeiffer. Oh, I didn't say the big show. I said a big oh, show. Oh, a big, a big, big show, show gotcha. today. So. Out of, right off right off the top, do you think the Solar and Rogers thing is over for the year? Just for the year. No. Like, are we done? Are we done with the drama, the no. soap opera? No, you don't think so? In fact, we talked about this a little bit today. I think we might be. Just in passing. So we did a whole big thing on yesterday's press conference from Aaron Rodgers today. Uh, but then the next time we're going to have drama is going to be when cutdowns come, if they cut a veteran of any sort. It's going to be, Aaron, so did, did you have a chance to talk to Goody before they released St. Brown or whoever it is that they released? You know, did you have a chance to talk to Goody? Did you guys talk about this cut or whatever? That's coming next. And then it'll come up again at the trade deadline. Hey, man, you know, who are you hoping, hoping you guys are going to go get? Have you guys talked about it at all leading up to trade deadline? Who, who you want? 
that those are the next two times it'll happen. Outside of that, I don't think it'll be a big deal. But every time they cut a veteran, it's going to be a big deal. No, I don't think it will. I think everybody has has put their has put their guns away. There's no more duel. I think the war is over Dude, for now. For now. Did you hear today's big for show? No, you didn't hear. It. You I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. Why First question. First question. Uh-huh. Brian Gutekunst or Ted Thompson? Who is Rogers really mad at? What? What do you well, mean? Well, the twelve players or yeah. how many players he he mentioned. Right. How many did Brian Gutekunst cut? Oh, I don't. I don't know the exact number. Zero. I think it's about. No. No, none. Not a one. Really? Not one. No, Kumaro, but he wasn't on the list that he was talking about vets that he wanted back. That came up later in that press conference originally. Um, so one, if you include Kumaro. The rest of those guys, that was all. those were all Ted guys. All of them. So Gary blew up yesterday uh, in the at the end of our show about that. He's the one that pointed all this out. And then today we came back, he a little bit more composed, slept on it, said that Rodgers is just mad at the whole organization. It's not even just one person. He mad at everybody about how this whole thing is played out type deal. Then we had a caller call in and threw out this angle, which I had not thought of. Maybe, and Gary goes, there's no way. But, who knows? Maybe Goody was kind of the middleman for Aaron to Ted, and Goody never got done what Aaron wanted him to convince Ted to do, and maybe there's some of that still lingering out there, maybe. Don't know. But as far as you, is it over? Uh, No. I think for the year, it's over. Maybe it it pops up again after the year, but I think for the year, it's over. Everybody has, has, has put their arms away. And, uh, the other way this will come back up again is if something happens Randall Cobb-wise. That'll be another way this will all come up again. Like if Cobb has some breakout huge year or whatever else, that'll be another way it'll come up. Pro-Aaron, not anti-Aaron, pro-Aaron. That'll be another way it's going to come up. There'll, there'll, there'll be ways where this will get maneuvered in. Eric Name is going to join us at 445. It's been a long time since I've talked with Eric. I can't wait. Uh, love talking bucks with Eric Name. And uh, we'll do that at 445. And in that 4 o'clock Don't hour. Don't forget to talk about his book. Obviously. That's like selling like hotcakes. Yeah, obviously. I wanted to get one. Championship book. I was at Pick and Save last night. I I saw they were selling it at Pick and Save. I was like, two birds, one stone. I got some groceries I need. I'll go pick up. Mm -hmm. It's gone. There was yeah. they didn't have any copies there. So. Adam McKelvey was at a Metro Market uh, the other day, and he said they were sold out too. I don't, I, I don't have one yet. I would like to get my hands on one, and I will, but I don't have one yet. And in that four o'clock hour, I want to ask: Have the Bucks changed your outlook on Wisconsin sports? And I was looking at it in, 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 in one sense, but you just in our conversation off the air, you just made me look at it in a whole nother sense because <laughs> I, I was. Well, I'm glad I'm here to help. I, I was thinking. Like, have you chi- have you chilled out a little bit? Like, basically, I was asking, have you chilled out a little bit? Like, are, no. all this talk of a curse, and I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, and and the pessimism that seems to dominate around here sometimes is is that is that a thing of the past? But I didn't even think about the angle of 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 what what you showed me. Well, what you can bring you that show- up at four. What o'clock. you showed me during the break, right. which is the complete other end, which is uh, what I've been saying about Packers fans for a long time. Yes, a little bit spoiled. Already, well, because they already. want a, because they want a title. Already, a little bit spoiled. But think about this: if, if Michael Jordan would have had one, one had won one title, that whole run, and you would have had a Hall of Famer in Scottie Pippen, a Hall of Famer Dennis Rodman, a Hall of Famer Michael Jordan, and you have one ring of that entire run, mm-hmm. I think Bulls fans would have been on edge, going, "How in the world? Did, I mean, how in the world did that not happen?" It's hard to imagine that now, correct? Because of how dominant they were, right? 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 But I'm just saying. I mean, that's. I'll give you another example. Like anybody that had Barkley. I mean, the the the, the reason mm. is Michael Jordan. That's the out, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had Barkley. Utah fans, could you imagine? 
You got two Hall of Famers, you don't got a ring. I mean, you have a lot of company. And they were there forever (laughs) together. They grew old together and had grandkids while they were playing. But you have a lot of Pat Riley. Very sarcastic, but they might have had grandkids by the time they were there. Pat Riley said, we all had the unfortunate luck to be born at the same time as Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. There, there's a whole generation of yeah, of, of fan bases and coaching staffs yep. and and le- and legendary Hall of Fame players yep. that don't have any rings, Sparky, because they ran into that dude. I don't, and I don't know that that dude exists in today's NBA. Well, it was LeBron where anybody should? Ex- but even with LeBron, should you expect him to win titles year yes. in and year out? Yes. I, I mean, he didn't, so you can't yes. really. Yes. He won. He won conferences year in and year out, and he has yes. he has more rings than most guys who have come through this league. And LeBron is the second best player I've ever seen in my life. But like, is is there that dude? Is Giannis that dude where you should expect six rings when all is said and done? Let me ask you this: I, I I've got to I got to go to Van Horn in Plymouth to shoot a video. But let, let me ask you this: Shoot, superstar. I was wondering why your hair was all slick. Yeah, we're talking about uh, electric cars today. That you can Ooh. buy at Van Horn. Ooh. I've never driven an electric car in my life or ridden in one or anything. Are you going to drive one today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm nice. going to try it out. Because nice. we're going to get a second car eventually because the one I've got is going to blow up and Wait, die on I the side of the road. you just got a second car. We did, yes. We got a used Chrysler 300 with like 50-some thousand miles Did the first it. car break down the right first after you car, got the second car? The first car is expect, should have been broken down months ago according <laughs> to everybody that I talked to. So I don't know how it's currently still running, to be honest. The engine should have like imploded because it's got a um, oil leak. Oil is leaking and blowing Wait, past. You're driving a car where the engine could implode at any minute. Well, not like literally like blow up and start the car oh, okay. on fire. All right, but it, essentially, it's, it should seize up eventually with all the oil that's being sprayed into it at some point. <laughs> so I bought stuff back in like February that's supposed to seal it so the oil doesn't get out as much. Oh my god! But this has been going on since last June. Last June. Wow. Yeah, I, don't get me started on that story because I'm just going to get angry. Because, um, yeah, not very happy. Still very bitter about that. Probably till the day I die about how that whole thing played out. But either way, what were we? Oh, this is what, what I want to talk to you about. about. So Pippen, did you know Pippen was a Hall of Famer when he was playing? Um, I mean, not right away, but yeah. I mean, Rodman. He won two, three championships. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think... And I said this. I know Rodman was a Hall of Famer before he came to the Bulls. I said this. Had a very good career. Towards the end of the Bucks playoff run this mm-hmm. year, and I'm I'm going to ride with this statement. I think Chris Middleton is going to be a Hall of Famer Agreed. before this is done. I agree. So now you're talking about two Hall of Famers mm-hmm. and an All Star because mm-hmm. Holiday's going to make All Star games now uh-huh. because he's playing with these two. Uh-huh. And he showed out last night at the Olympics. He's played well at the Olympics. Right. So you're gonna have. Two Hall of Famers and an All-Star together for five, six, seven years, whatever this is going to be. And you get one? I mean... This isn't Giannis like LeBron's Cavaliers the first time with no, no. guys around I'll give you a different comparison. This, this, okay. I'll give you a different comparison. Go ahead. You had, you had three Hall of Famers, including the most dominant player for about two decades of the NBA, and and one of the the most one of the most playoff proven and 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 best players I'm of intrigued. his generation. I'm very intrigued. And another guy who's a Hall of Fame power forward with the Miami Heat, with LeBron, Dwayne Wade, yes. and Chris Bosh, and right. those guys won two yep. in four years, yep. and and came short. It came up short twice. Right. They won two. Hugely disappointing. I don't, but I don't think you can say that, man. Oh, for sure. I don't think, no, you. People can't. are still holding that against LeBron. Yeah, that they people didn't hold finish. that against LeBron because he did not the whole. He did not two, not three, not four, right. not five. That's why people hold it against. You him think because, that's why? Because he spoke too soon, and because you got haters out there. You got LeBron haters out there who who want who are looking for any ammo they could find against a dude. 
Two championships is 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 great, man. Two championships is outstanding. That's 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 really hard to okay, do. But that means they're going to win another. That means you're expecting at least one more. No, I'm saying that was the bar for I that think squad. I think that. But I'm again, that was the bar for that squad. And LeBron that. is the closest thing we've ever seen to Michael Jordan. We did that topic already on our show. How about how many more are you expecting? I know, out and of I told you, run? don't do that. Now listen, I'm not one. I'm not one that said I wanted three or four more. I said I want one more. That's what I want one out of this. One more would be great. One that's, more. That's the goal now. Just Let's win the next. That's all. Just you, win that, one more. Just win one more. That's all I want. One more. And then if you get two, then I'm good. Because then after the run's done, you have multiple rings. That separates you from a lot of other dudes that only got one. So that, meaning Giannis, that that separates him a little bit. In, in order to get to the grace of Stop all time stuff. Rings. Well, that's how this works. That's how in you order, work. You don't everybody, have to work like that. most people, you don't have to do what most five, people do. Just telling you, in order to get to where he wants to get to, grace of all time. Then now oh, you're talking five, six rings. I, I don't expect that. But but if he can just get a second one, then I'm good because that 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 separates him. I think a little bit more. All right, uh, so that's gonna be a fun show for you coming up. Can't wait. Tell Eric name I say hi. Will do. Uh, Sam Schmitz back in his role producing for you. Yes, uh, it was a fun day That's for a nice us. Shirt Dan Plucker is tomorrow. Uh, you think I could pull that shirt off? Absolutely not. Uh, coming <laughs> up tomorrow. Ten bucks on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, not, see, he can't pull that shirt off. Uh, coming up tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show. Look around the NFC North. Paul Allen from K Fan will join us. Jeff Rieger from the Ticket Nine One One Rieger. Plucker uh, working on somebody from down in Chicago to talk about the Bears. We will go around the training camps. And then on Tuesday, Donald Driver you at 1135. Talk about the Bears. I'm a host on 670. You are score. a score guy. I am. Yeah, but you haven't been at training camp one day. No, I haven't. So you don't qualify. Uh, coming up next, he is qualified to host a show in Milwaukee. He is Rami Makhlouf. Don't go anywhere. Toodles! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.